ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. All right, we are here. It's Friday. It's November 5th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Shelter. It is made pure. Our text line is open for you as well. 304-523-2275. We're going to talk a lot of high school on the show today. I have got Matt Perry joining us here in the next few minutes. We're going to talk about Spring Valley taking on Hurricane this season. Evening. Also, Chris Tatum's joining me. We'll talk about Cabell Midland and St. Albans. And Woody Woodrum will join us on the program a little bit later on. We will talk about Huntington High at Riverside. So we've got all of that coming up and more. There's a lot of stuff to get into today as far as conference realignment. We need to jump there first. So James Madison, Sunbelt News Conference Saturday, making the announcement. And more likely July 1st, 2023. And then... Conference USA comes out today and officially announces additions of Liberty, New Mexico State, Sam Houston, and James Madison as all sports members. So Conference USA trying to stop the bleeding any way it can, adding Liberty, New Mexico State, Sam Houston, and James Madison, trying to build up the numbers because if reports come true, as they seem to usually do in these cases, Western Kentucky... Middle Tennessee more than likely going to be getting out of Conference USA and jumping into the Mid-American Conference. And again, 2023, everything's going to realign there. There is some talk that maybe one of the members that Max talking to may be a little hesitant at this moment because of the travel. I mean, look, you're you're going to be going to Buffalo, New York. Mid-American Conference, there are some trips. If you're Middle Tennessee, you're the furthest out from the group. If you're Western Kentucky, you're a little bit closer, not by much, but you're a little bit closer. But still, you got that that trip to Buffalo, and that's not just for football. You got to keep in mind all your sports. So all your sports are going to Buffalo, either even odd years, home and away. However, the process works. There's not really a travel partner there, and that's sort of the same way that Conference USA is going to be. I mean, a lot of your members are going to be going to FIU. Now, you're going to Florida. That's a nice trip, but there's some long trips here. FIU, UTEP, if you're Liberty, you're making some trips. Liberty and FIU probably going to make the most travel mileage happen. But you look at this, New Mexico State, UTEP's going to be fine. Sam Houston's going to be fine in this configuration because Sam Houston Sam Houston at least has La Tech. Sam Houston technically in the same state as uh, as UTEP. However, it probably will feel like it's two or three states away. So you've got that travel to consider. If you're Marshall, though, you're not worried about all this. You know why? Because in 2023, you're going to be in the Sun Belt as a fan. You're going to be as an institution in the Sun Belt. And that means you're going to be playing James Madison, Old Dominion, Georgia State, Georgia Southern, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State. You're going to be playing those schools. And yes, it might not be the easiest trip to get the boon, but it's probably going to be a lot easier to get the boon than it would be to go to see Marshall play UTEP. So keep that in mind. And James Madison is going to be nice, nice addition. 
Football is going to be a, a nice complement to this league. Basketball is going to be a nice complement to this league. If Marshall can can keep things going, Marshall basketball will be a nice complement to this league. Football, of course, is the real story here, and it's going to be super competitive because Appalachian State's going to be good. Coastal Carolina is going to be good. You're hoping Georgia Southern is going to be good. You're hoping that these are some really good. It's going to be maybe like the G5 SEC, sort of like the black and blue division. You might have one school that's really good and above all others, but you might not. It's going to feel like the black and blue division. It really is. It's sort of like the AFC North in, in the NFL. Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers, all those teams beat up on one another. Those programs just beat one another. And the Sun Belt, it's going to be fun because you go to Coastal, that's going to be a challenge. You go to Appalachian State, that's going to be a challenge. And I think that's where you're going to see really the competitive juices flow a little bit more. This is going to be a challenge every week. You're going to have to definitely, as if we talk about coaches talking about being competitive, you look at what you're going to be dealing with in a couple of years, you're going to have to be competitive. And I think that's, that's the exciting part of this. And you think, well, Marshall should have been competitive now in Conference USA. Well, I think Marshall will be more competitive here in a couple of years because, let's be honest, I think the Sun Belt will give you more as we move down the line here. I think you're going to see more. Other news today, Marshall men's soccer graduate student Pedro Dolabella, named to the Conference USA All-Academic Team. That comes out today, second time that he has been honored on the All-American team the other honor coming in 2019. He's already received his undergraduate degree in economics, and he's working towards his MBA in finance. So congratulations to him. you got to remember this is what it's about, student-athlete. So uh, congratulations once again. Some more hardware, some more honors coming to the Marshall men's soccer program, and you really enjoy seeing that. But with that said, we have got basketball coming up on Sunday. Marshall's taking on U-Pike, exhibition contest, and I had a chance to catch up with Dan D'Antoni during his media availability. And I asked him from a coaching standpoint is, is kind of where he went. But I asked him from the scrimmage to now, what are some of the improvements uh, that you're looking for that you would you know, want to talk about? What have you seen from the scrimmage to this point? What are the improvements? And here's what he said when we had a chance to catch up with him. Well, from the first exhibition game, I think it's more or less the coaches progressed more than the players because we didn't we ran them in and out, uh, didn't really give them a chance to get a rhythm while they were playing, and uh, it's tough to go three minutes or four minutes and then sit down for four. So, uh, but we got a good look at 16 players, so that helped us try to form a rotation that we will see in the opening game. So this next uh, exhibition game will tighten our rotations up a little bit, get get more of a a rhythm uh, how the game will be played. There'll be a little bit of experimenting, but still how the game will be played will be a lot more. uh, We can do a lot more evaluation from it than we did the first one. First one was basically evaluating individual players. This next one will be evaluating uh, compositions of teams and, and uh, 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 the five people we put on the floor, uh, who, we, who we want to gather, uh, who's going to play together, what type of minutes 
that they'll that they'll play. So we'll do a lot more of that and get a better evaluation from that this next game, which is leading into the first game we'll need. Pretty pretty standard answer, right? Dan talked about what kind of improvements he wants to see from his team after that first scrimmage as well. Here's what he laid out for us. Well, we, we talked about this and we talked about it at the beginning of the year, and I still didn't think it was very good. Our transition defense has got to be better. we got to find people faster, especially around three-point line. But we have a big tendency to have two players run at one all the time instead of going body to body all the time. So uh, we're going to try to keep emphasizing that in practice, see if we can't uh, get to and locate a man. It may not be the man I'm guarding, but any man in transition, pick him up and then let's play. And I think the other thing is we our ball movement has got to look like uh, – our five-on-O drills and not uh, get bogged down by ball-holding, uh, slower breaks or movements and things like that. Uh, I think our percentages were pretty good. I think Scott looked up and said we had 92 points and there were still seven or eight minutes to play, which tells you that we're getting the ball in the basket quite a bit. But uh, defensively, just the transition part, we got to get our – Downs a little bit better. Uh, that's pushing the baseline and, and getting into our spots. Our zone uh, is fairly weak. we got to get better at that. But it's relatively new, and that's kind of expected. We'll work on it as we go through. Again, our zone's designed to cut out layups, fouls, and three-point shots. We'll challenge the mid-range jumper, live with it, and then. but we don't want to be giving up threes layups or free throws. Dan D'Antoni ahead of Sunday exhibition against U-Pike. When we continue, we turn our attention to high school football. Matt Perry, first up, we'll talk about Spring Valley when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. We'll open up the text lines for you at 304-523-2275. But first up, I want to talk a little high school football with you. And coming off a very impressive win last week, the Spring Valley Timberwolves. Now an opportunity to finish out the regular season 8-2 and two and trying to secure better playoff positioning. And to do so, we've got to beat Hurricane tonight. Hurricane comes into the contest 6-3. and three, And to tell us more about tonight's matchup is Spring Valley play-by-play announcer Matt Perry who is still reeling after last week's victory over Martinsburg. Do you have your voice back? I got my voice back, barely. Uh, it took all week of me just uh, pantomiming my lessons in school. Uh, the kids appreciated it, though. So didn't have to hear Mr. Perry give the lecture this week. Instead, it was all <laughs> handouts. <laughs> not much. No, not, you're right. Big win. You beat Martinsburg as a, as a Spring Valley player for the second time. In a row, that doesn't happen at all, it feels like, for the last decade in the state of West Virginia, maybe going back a little bit more than that. 
And so now you come off, you come yeah. off that high. It's 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 rarefied air, and you come yeah. back down to earth just a little bit because now you got to get ready for the next one. And it's hur- hurricane is uh, Spring Valley's taking on hurricane tonight, and this is a important matchup for Spring Valley trying to make sure that it's home for at least one, maybe two rounds of the playoffs. You're going to get a lot of points off Martinsburg. You're hoping that you can get a victory over Hurricane and just solidify. Stay at home at least that first round. Yeah, it's pretty much locked in. Um, amateur math by uh, color commentator Mike Myers. He's been pretty good at it all year. Amateur math says Spring Valley almost assured, even with tonight's outcome, to host a home playoff game. Um, obviously, you don't want to end the season on a loss. Uh, there's a lot up in the air about who they could possibly be playing. Um, Hurricanes at number 11 right now. That's a distinct possibility we might have a rematch next week. There's a possibility that Princeton makes the trip up to the Wolves' den. And there's an outside possibility that I believe off the top of my head that Greenbrier East will have to make the trip to the Wolves' den. So there's a lot to watch tonight on the scoreboard. But obviously Spring Valley needs to take care of their business. And as you said, don't um, don't kind of uh, don't live off of last week. Um, we saw that in the NFL. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals go out and defeat the Baltimore Ravens, and then what the heck were they doing against the Jets last week? And so um, you have situations like that that happen at all levels of football. Spring Valley is the only team to beat Martinsburg in 75 games. Martinsburg is 73 and two in their last 75 games. And so Spring Valley uh, has that, you know, has that to uh, hang their hat on. But beating Martinsburg in the regular season and then falling short on senior night doesn't really do much for you. Spring Valley wants a third shot at Martinsburg, and they have to set themselves up to do that in the playoffs. Martinsburg would like a third shot at Spring Valley as well, I'm sure. But that's uh, down the line. Spring Valley, of course, still probably in reality – one of the top four or five teams in the state, the rankings maybe don't play that out because if you look at the losses, where did the losses come from? Probably two of the best teams in the state of West Virginia. And unfortunately, sometimes the uh, the numbers don't account for the quality of the loss compared to the victories. It's a fair system, but still, yeah, if, if you look at this maybe from a, a, a subjective, the eye test, maybe Spring Valley's, a top five team, you know, definitely a top four, top five team. Yeah, you know, no system is perfect, and I have been vocal about how I'm not a fan of certain aspects of the West Virginia playoff system. It is what it is. You have to play with what you have. The one thing I'll say about that is it doesn't take into account much, um, like you said, the losses. You know, a lot of, te- a lot of teams, and I'm not going to single anybody out, but a lot of teams had somewhat of an easy schedule, and especially these teams on the eastern part of the state, you know, they might be 8-1, and one, you know, or something along those lines, but they haven't played nearly the competition that Spring Valley has. Spring Valley has lost to two of the best teams in the state, Cabell Midland and Huntington, and they beat arguably the best team in the state. And so for them to be number seven, you're right. It is completely skewed. Um, Spring Valley, you know, I am a homer, I will tell you, but they're a top-five team. They've proven that. I don't think that's controversial. Matt, are you a homer? I, I did not know that. Well, you know, when you're the voice of the Timberwolves, you have to you have to be a little bit of a homer. Trust me, I know I know how that works. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I have to be objective here at uh, mm-hmm. at, yeah, at this desk. All the high schools are my high schools. I have to be objective. 
I agree it's, with you. It's you, fair. You do a great job of doing that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, besides, the Pony Express, uh, long since uh, no longer in existence, so I don't have it in high school. So, <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I, yeah, I'm a Pony Express guy. I have to be objective. As the voice of the Spring Valley Timberwolves, uh, the, the people listening expect you to skew a little bit towards the um, – to the Timberwolves, just a little bit. Yeah, I don't think that's controversial to say. No, it's not. Least. Uh, <laughs> how, um, I don't know if they like you up in Martinsburg, though. I'm, I'm just saying. They I, do, you know. <laughs> what's that um, about? I, you know, I, I, I don't know if your audience is really into that, but uh, evidently I rankled some feathers with uh, some of my calls. You know, I was excited. Spring Valley slayed the beast from the east, and they were not a fan of that call when i said you know the beast from the east is slayed once again and you know i'm not going to apologize for that it was an exciting night at the wolves den it was one of the most bonkers and environments i've ever experienced people you know there's always saying people in the cheer in the press box don't cheer i saw people losing their minds right in front of the press box the other press box the clock operator was like "Woo!" you know it's just it was a cathartic experience because Nobody gave Spring Valley a chance to win that game, just like last year. And again, Spring Valley proved them wrong. And so it was loud, it was raucous, and uh, it was emotional for people that care about Spring Valley athletics. So if it rankled some feathers, I really don't apologize for that. I'm not a big fan of cheering in the press box. If the the radio guy gets excited, that's one thing. But uh, I'm not a big fan of the uh, of the cheering in the press box. That's you know probably what? why I'm not in uh, many press boxes these days. Uh, high school. Now, I may have made it sound, I mean, it wasn't like they were screaming in the press box, but it was a nice experience. Yes, the radio guy, I'm allowed to lose my mind a little bit. That's my job. I'm going to tell you what's going on on the on the field. I'm allowed to and lose so, my uh, mind. Okay. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Look, I'm the radio guy. I'm allowed to lose my mind. That's my new excuse. I'm using that. That's that's the excuse I'm going with. There you so go. regardless, hey, you know what? It might be a chilly reception if I tra- if we have to travel to the Eastern Panhandle, but so be it. They love you in Hurricane, I'm sure, right? Spring Valley Hurricane, yeah. There's um, there's some love there, right? Oh, I've never. I have, you know, we make all the jokes. I've been treated so. All of us are treated well everywhere we go. I could brag on every school that we visit over in the circuit. Um, it's great. We're just making little jokes about us and people online not being a fan of me over in the Eastern Panhandle. Matt Perry with but me. The, Go ahead, bud. Yeah. The, the official people, the people that matter, in the press box, the people that run the schools, they could not be any nicer. Matt Perry making friends all across the tri-state. Spring Valley to win this game tonight. Uh, Got to get away from just being a, a pass-only team. Uh, how do you get that balance back at the run and pass for the squad? Well, we've been talking about it for three weeks on this show, and last week it was out of necessity. Uh, Mike pointed out very early in the game, and it's something that we focused on throughout the ball game against Martinsburg. Martinsburg was literally daring Spring Valley to throw the ball. There was zero safety help. It was single coverage on all of Spring Valley's skill positions. They packed the box like it was a traditional Spring Valley team, and Dalton Fouch and his skill position players just torched the secondary for the Martinsburg Bulldogs. So there was no reason to really establish the run last week because they were handing you the passing game, and it worked. It, it worked. I mean, Spring Valley puts up five touchdowns against Martinsburg. Um, the offensive line played their best game of the year. The uh, offensive line has been getting a little bit of uh, I don't not getting put down, but it's not it's not the same offensive line that we're accustomed to seeing at Spring Valley. You know, they lost a lot of D1 talent. 
but they showed up last week and played their best game. They kept Dalton Fouch vertical in the pocket. They gave him clean pockets to throw. And uh, I just I can't say enough nice things about those young men who played a, who played their first truly all-around great game, and it equaled beating number one in the state. Matt Perry joining me, Spring Valley in action tonight. Taking on Hurricane, you can listen to that game on 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. Next week, we're talking playoffs, right? Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, like I said, everybody listening, um, Spring Valley will be at home. Uh, I can almost guarantee that. We have no idea if it'll be on Friday or Saturday because the opponent could be from as far away as Princeton or Greenbrier County, So, uh, and the visiting team gets to choose that. So uh, just be watching the social media channels of the planet, and uh, and I will also post it on social media. And Kendra will take care of you. We'll let you know when the game is. Okay. Matt Perry, my guest, uh, we'll talk to you next week. and Oh, I'll talk to you sooner. But we'll talk next week officially uh, as Spring Valley will be in the playoffs. Sounds great. Matt Perry, everyone catch him tonight, 92.7985, The Planet. When we continue, Chris Tatum will join me. Chris has the call of Cabell Midland and St. Albans. You can listen to that on our sister station, 97.9 The River. Chris will tell you more about it when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. It's the part of the program now where two old friends get back together to talk high school sports. One of them is Chris Tatum. The other one's me. Welcome back. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You ready to do this, Chris? You ready to do I this? I actually am ready to do this. Yes. I'm prepared. You're you prepared. Called, you called me at the perfect time. Oh, did I? Oh, good. Good. <laughs> All right. I'm prepared to do this. I, I'm ready to go. I'm set. You know why? Because... I just realized when you and I are together, um, something is required of both of us, and you know what that is. Which is, you know bring what the, the A game. Yes, right? exactly, yes, exactly. Bring the A game. The A game is now been delivered in the case. The case has just yes. been dropped off of the studio. I opened it up, and behold, the A game is back, and here we are. The the two <laughs> practitioners of the A game once again talking high school football. Um, how you doing, brother? It's uh, it's fun to do this because we've got Cabell Midland tonight taking on St. Albans, and while Cabell Midland and St. Albans have different records, uh, this is still an important game for Cabell Midland because we're getting to that point now where if you lose, you might be traveling a little more than you want to. So Cabell Midland definitely needs the win tonight. Well, we talked about that a little bit today when you and I were together earlier, and I think everybody's kind of looking at how this this picture is going to play out or be hung on the wall, if you will. Uh, you know, there's there's people who say Midland is going to get up to as high as third. Uh, there's people who say they're going to be as low as six. I think they're going to land in the middle of that, somewhere four or five. Again, we talked about that, too. And you're right. They have to win here tonight. St. Albans, traditionally, uh, is, is a pretty seasoned, uh, uh, good fundamental football team but they've had they've had a rough couple of years and you know the expectation here tonight on senior night for St. Albans is that Midland comes in here and rolls tonight and I, I'll have to agree with that based on watching a couple of full games for St. Albans over the last week and just kind of studying up on those guys uh, you know Midland comes out and plays their football and uses their weapons and it, it's a it's a heavy arsenal you know that uh, you've got Mason Moran, Chandler Schmidt, Jackson Fetty, 
and and you look at a, a quarterback like Ryan Wolf, uh, who calls the signals and does a really nice job just kind of running things for this Cavill Midland team. He's very poised in the pocket. Um, he does a good job of, of leading his offense uh, and communicating with those guys. And this is a tight-knit group. Um, I'm not saying that all football teams aren't tight-knit, but this, this group is kind of special. Um, I talked to talking to Coach Luke Sammons just a few minutes ago, and you know he says a different feel. Not that every year isn't fun, and not that we aren't always close, but this group has a different feel to it, and it's just almost like a, a, a heavier brotherhood than in years past. And these guys have gotten really close. But the thing for Luke is is that they just kind of reload. I mean, if you look beyond their if you look beyond their first string and on off on the offensive side of things. Jackson Fetty calls the signals when it's not Ryan Wolf. Kevin Taylor has come on strong in the uh, last part of the season and, and uh, as, a, as a back, as a feature back for, for this offense. And they've been a ground and pound most all season. We've, we've seen them throw the ball a little bit. We know they're capable of doing that. But I think Midland comes out, runs their game plan, does the same thing they do. They come out of here with a big win tonight, and they, they sit and wait and see how everything else shakes out. I think they end up four or five when, it, when, it, when it's all said and done. Chris Tatum with the call tonight. Uh, it's Cabell Midland. It's St. Albans after this. Uh, we'll find out. We'll get all the, the rankings, of course, here. And then something else to keep in mind. You mentioned all of those weapons. Uh, you know, a lot of these kids may be up for some postseason awards, some consideration here. Uh, this is a game, an opportunity for Cabell Midland to really showcase itself tonight. Yeah, unfortunately, at the expense of St. Albans. But at the same time, you know, St. Albans does play a pretty good brand of defense, so it's not going to be completely an easy rollover tonight for Cabell Midland. If that was the case, we wouldn't even be bothering with this conversation and playing the game, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. I think I think what what happens here tonight is is you know St. Albans knows where they stand, but I think they're going to do some things to you know put Midland on their heels early. But again, you know, we talk about this offense so much, but you're talking about kids up for awards, and these are guys that play on both sides of the ball for for Coach Sammons here at Midland. I mean, you've got kids like Nemo Roberts, Logan Fisher. Uh, and you've got some younger kids, Dominic Schmitz, a junior, that, gosh, he's a, just a super fun football player. Watch Michael Lunsford's a sophomore. They've got a few years ahead of them, but Justice Hutchins is a, is a senior. Chandler Smith's a senior. There, there are so many weapons even on Kevin Taylor, who plays on both sides of the ball, too. But they've got so many weapons at their disposal. And a lot of these kids that we've talked about, you're right, there, there's going to be some kids who have some accolades after this season's over with, with All-State. Uh, not just mentions, but they're they're going to be on that first team all state. You're going to have you're going to have a number of people who have pedigrees behind their name because of their play this year. So it's a like I said, it's a special year for this group. Um, the way this thing's lining up, I, I always have said this when when it lines up this way. But you know, you're going to have the three out of the four best teams, and that look looks looking like it. They they're going to be on the same side. Uh, for the playoffs, and that to me, it just it just doesn't work. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair. One, but that's not for me to say. Uh, it's you know talk talk to Luke about that too. And the object, the exercise, is to move on to next week. And you're not thinking about that too much. You know these guys do talk. I mean, you've got Coach Luke Sammons and and Brad out at, at Spring Valley, and and Billy Steeles at Huntington have a great relationship with all those guys. And you know they communicate. And uh, all of them say you know it, you know it stinks, but for all of us, it's that we're looking for next week. And, and you know, Midland, having been there uh, two years ago in Martinsburg, they want to get back there. And if they've got to go through Spring Valley or Huntington to do that, they're they're okay with doing that. And, and the same goes for uh, Coach Carpenter and, and uh, Coach Steele's at Huntington. It's just about getting the next week and keeping these guys playing football.
You know, uh, next year the uh, Paul Swan Power Rankings will uh, debut. Oh, do I get a vote in that? You, Am I you, allowed to vote in that? You do, the Paul Swan Power Rankings. And right now the Power Rankings are because I'm the only one voting right now. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Right. No, because I just created it right now. It's it's Huntington one, <laughs> uh, it's Cabell Midland yeah. two, it's Spring Valley yeah. three, and it's Martinsburg four. That's that's the power rankings right now. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. And and I'll and and I'll say this. And, and we, you know, it's it's sports cliche to say it, but Cabell Midland and Huntington meet again. It's hard to beat a team twice in a season. That that would be the marquee matchup. That's the one I'd want to see. Um, and you know that that rivalry is so great anyway. But what a football game when that would be on on down the road. But I I, I pretty well I agree with that. I think you get you know you look at you look at the we look we were looking at the WBSSAC site today, just looking all the way down the list. And you know I'm I'm also not a fan of teams getting in with a non-winning record, but it is what it is. Uh, but you look at you look at those rankings and you see who's tied for where. I think it's you know I think it's even safe to say that you put that T beside the number one with Huntington and Capital Midland at this point, you know, giving Huntington a nudge because they and not even a nudge, but they they won earlier this year, so rightfully so they sit at number one as 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 things stand. Um, but these two teams meet. Uh, it'll be a dog. Those two teams meet later. It'll be a dog fight. Um, and I think just because of the way things kind of shook out in the regular season game, I'd give Midland the edge in that game. Chris Tatum with me. He's got the call tonight. Cabell Midland in action. We will have, of course, post-game coverage. But wrapping up the regular season tonight, you can do so on our sister station, 97.9 The River, as Cabell Midland, ta- Cabell Midland takes on St. Albans. And uh, hopefully this game is um, is over quickly because you're interrupting the Christmas music, Chris. <laughs> you're interrupting the Christmas That's music. True. That's true. I, I turned it on the other day, and I, I just – my jaw dropped because I was like, are we really to that point now? Yes, we are. we are. You, you know – Can we just eat the turkey first? No, no, <laughs> no. And here's why. Because you can have Thanksgiving. You can have Thanksgiving as you listen to Christmas music. We're going to, uh, we have it overhead over in our section of the uh, of the Kindred compound. Yeah, it's so. Uh, are you saying that later in this broadcast you're going to give your rendition of Mr. Grinch or not? No, not not yet. Um, am I a Grinch? Did I? I no, but I, you, I've heard you sing that song so well. <laughs> If only if I can get a duet with Woody Woodrum, who's going to be with me. Oh, in a he'll minute. do it. He'll, Woody will do it. Yeah, Woody's in. We're going to do this. All right, what are we going to call our power rankings? So, since you know it's Friday and we we really don't take this day seriously, even though we should. Uh, what are we going to call our power rankings? We can't be. It can't be just the Paul Swan power rankings. So I, I don't. Oh know. my gosh! Uh, you know what? I, I honestly think you got to. I think you got to name it after the, after the guy who who is the legend in sports radio around here. I think you got to call him. I think you got to call him the Woody Woodrum power rankings. He's 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 the guy around here. He's been around longer than you and I both. So I'm good with the W. How about we do the WWPS Power Ranking? But we'll we'll make an acronym for it. You know what? I I I'm going to take that into consideration because I'm leaning towards the um, the Power Drive Rankings. Ooh, I like that. I like the Power Drive Rankings. I power like that. Drive Rankings. That's good. Uh, brought to you yeah, by power someone. Drive. Yeah, there you go. I like it. This is going to be a real thing. We're going to do this. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. I told you I'll, I'll vote. I mean, you can give me that quarter point that you're probably going to give me, so I'm good with that. Oh, you're going to vote? No, you get a vote. <laughs> if um, right, if you call a game for Kindred uh, Communications, you get a vote. I like it. All so, right. So it'll be you, 
It'll be you, Jason Toy. So I know two votes for yeah. Cabell Midland right now. And uh, Matt Perry, so that's a vote for Spring Valley. And then Woody Woodrum will get a vote, and that'll be a vote for Huntington High. And then I guess I'll have to arbitrate. You will have to arbitrate or have someone buy your vote from you. My vote is sacred, sir. My vote is sacred. <laughs> Just so you know, right. my vote is sacred. Uh, right. I, I am also the believer of the one and only uh, bracket when the NCAA tournament. Not the, I'm going to enter two or three. No, the one true bracket is what Just I believe. Just one in. bracket, and that's it. The one true no bracket. Yes. That's, I like it. Okay. I like that, too. Uh, Solid. I, yeah. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. We don't know where we'll be yet with you, but we'll talk to you next week. How's that? You will talk to me next week, but for everybody else, they get a listen here in a little bit over on the sister station, St. Albans and Cabell Midland. Man, one day we're going to just, you know, we're going to take this serious one day. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I just. I mean, seriously, I, I, I'm having I more fun talk. now than I should be. I should be all stoic and serious and, you know, just matter of fact. Instead, I'm just, I'm cutting up with you like it's like it's old times here. So I don't know. Yeah, if that, what? But what's better than high school football? Seriously, if you cannot have fun talking about high school football and cut up a little bit, there's something wrong. I mean, Friday night football, this this field, new field turf, beautiful place to play up here. Uh, this is the thing I look forward to come fall is high school football. So if you can't have fun doing it, what's the use, right? Exactly. Have fun tonight. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll be listening to you later, but I'll talk to you soon. All right, my man. Take care. That's Chris Tatum. You want to talk about fun when we continue. Uh, Woody Woodrum joins me. Huntington High, the game tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It's time to get serious now because uh, Woody Woodrum is with me. We've been, Why does that make it serious? Uh, we we have not been serious on this show all show. I figured we, we, we would end on a positive note. Be serious for once. We are, we have been listening to your show. Uh, it's not no, been serious at all, has it? It's been fun. I mean, Chris Tatum. I liked his name for the uh, power rankings. I've got to say, but uh, of course you would. <laughs> Of course you would. The Woody Woodrum. <laughs> Look, no, but, I'm sorry. No, you have and forever will have the GoMart scoreboard, okay? Even though GoMart's no longer a sponsor of that. That's what you have. <laughs> Let me have this. This is mine. Oh, uh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, we're up here in like a road game uh, at Furman or something. The, the beautiful green turf has a splash of purple in both end zones and down the sidelines. Big Riverside Warriors on the team benches so it's a very nice look here you know it's an uh, easy place in and out you can hit right onto the interstate but uh, uh like huntington and, and cabell midland to some extent there's one way in one way out after games it can be a little tricky about getting out of here but uh we're expecting it to be a little chilly tonight too here it's not called riverside because it's setting uh way away from the river the canal is not too far away probably throw a rock or hit a hit a nine iron i probably scald a nine iron uh into it so uh but it's a beautiful evening right now you know we've got uh the leaves have changed a lot more here than say in huntington and the mountains are right beside us where they cut the road through so on the other side and it's a beautiful evening here in quincy west virginia for huntington trying to hang on to the number one ranking and the home field advantage throughout the playoffs uh, taking on Riverside, who has uh, Paul. They they put together a little run here in the last three games. Uh, they had a horrible schedule 
five of their first six games were away. They got one win in that stretch, and that was a win over St. Albans. But since then, they have beaten South Charleston here, uh, lost to Parkersburg here, but got Lincoln County last week. And the thing that jumps out at you first is both times against South Charleston, they were down against uh, Lincoln County. They were down 12-7 to and scored all the points in the second half, 26 nothing. So they've been playing well. Alex Doherty. A very young coach, just graduated from Marshall in 2016, a couple years with the JV, and then in 2018, a coach had left, and he was given the job. So, uh, and, and he's got an uphill pull because it's not been easy to win here. I mean, as I look back on the records and so forth, their last winning season was uh, 2004. They've made the playoffs. In uh, 2019, when they were four and six, lost in the first round, but that was the first time they'd been to the postseason since uh, 2007, and they just have not had a winning season clear back to 2004. So, uh, Dick Whitman and Ralph uh, Hensley came from first Dupont for Dick and uh, Ralph from East Bank, and they ran the program pretty well. But they've really been starving for wins up here and knocking off the number one team in the state. And uh, the in the final game of the regular season would be a big deal. And plus tonight, uh, we've got your favorite, your friends, doing the game uh, on our Facebook page. I think it is, and uh, we've got we've got video tonight to go with our radio call. So you mean the Kindred all... Digital Game of the Week is Huntington High at Riverside? I think there that's you what go. you just said. There you go. That's it exactly. So we're we're going to try to find a place for Jimmy Morgan to keep stats at. We're hearing a booth on the other end is is open and and may be able to go down there. But we're going to squeeze the TV people in here with us so they can get the feed that they need and so forth. But also we've got a pinch hitter doing play by play tonight. Christian Palmer stepping in tonight. A young man uh, taking Andrew's place this evening. Uh, our uh, Andrew is uh, going to collect an armful of trophies, I understand. So, best luck to him. But uh, tell everybody hi, Kristen. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Excited to be out here tonight. There you go, Paul. I, I like how you just do that. Like, like telling people hi. Just <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, like, let them know you're here. Like he's like uh, six. He's like he's a six-year-old. Hey, Christian, tell the kids, tell everyone hi. hi. Well, you know, I mean, I know we're squeezed for time, so I, I want to get him in there quickly, you know, in case mom and dad are listening. That's a big deal, you know. I understand, yeah, because uh, his parents probably are listening to the program. Right, yes, Christian? I'm sure your, they are. Your parents are tuned in right now. I'm sure. <laughs> Intently listening. There you go. Are you sure you're prepared for this uh, This brand of whatever it is we, <laughs> we do? Are you sure you're prepared for this? You know, uh, it's – it's going to be a little different, but I've done a lot at WMUL over the past couple of years, so I think they've prepared me. Okay, we'll find out tonight. That is coming up tonight, <laughs> and uh, we'll have the game it, for you. If you left at the end of your show, you could come up here and you could be Dr. Bailey and, and Stan leaning over his shoulder as he tries to do his play-by-play. First of all, there is only one Charles, <laughs> Dr. Charles G. Bailey. Yeah. That's right. Only one. Must say the doctor. He earned that. And trust me, I was there when he was working on that. So, yes, he earned that and then some. So, no, there's only one. Besides, he's got the nice green blazer. I don't. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. I had one of those. I don't know what got happened to it there. We actually had a closet full of those 
in the equipment room when we were still in Gullickson Hall back in the days before the Henderson Center was built. They used to pass them out to, like, basketball and football when they traveled. You got to love that that era of a sport coat uh, everywhere they went. Yeah, you guys probably don't have the sports coats on tonight. No, we're not. We're, we actually have an extra coat on tonight. We may not open the windows here at Riverside. It's going to be a little brisk this I, evening. I've been up there uh, for a game before in that yep. press box. Um I'll say this, um, the gentleman that gave me beef jerky that night was very nice, and the beef jerky was good. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's deer jerky, my mistake. Deer, deer if, jerky. if we get deer jerky, I'm bringing you some home. Oh, that's there you go. Uh, we'll have the game for you tonight. It's coming up here on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Gentlemen, thank you. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you later as we'll have all the Highlander action. I think we got through it. That's uh, a Friday. You know how the rules are. Fridays are not as serious around here, and I think we totally adhered to the rules tonight on this show. Back on Monday, back on Saturday, going to be live at Roosters. Marshall in action, taking on FAU. Now you can turn my music up, Mr. Intern. Good night. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. West Virginia Metro News, I'm Alex Thomas.